Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode seven. I was not homeless. Hello and welcome to the Erin May Henry Show. I am your host, mentor, and friend, Erin, and I'm here to teach you how to show up and feel confident to be unapologetically yourself and get paid for it. This podcast is all about personal branding, and we dive deep into topics such as mindset, growing a global community, social media marketing, and building your online empire. If this is our first time meeting, then welcome my beautiful friend. I am so incredibly excited to have you here. When I'm not podcasting, you can usually find me on my YouTube channel, all about business and mindset, hanging with my community in the May Collective Facebook group, or of course, drinking a wine somewhere down in sunny Australia all of which you are totally welcome to join me. If you're ready to shake things up and step up to the plate as the game changer that you were created to be, then this is the podcast for you. So let's jump in to today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode, my beautiful, sweet, sweet friends. So today's going to be a pretty chatty episode, kind of like a story time episode, because what I actually wanted to talk about was your story. Now, we all know that story and storytelling is a huge part of personal branding. And in fact, it's a really important part of making sales when you do have a business, particularly if you are working with women. We know that women buy emotionally and the purchases that they make are based on the emotional connection that they have to either the product brand or person selling it. So therefore, telling your story is the most effective way to really be able to empower people to take action within your business. A lot of people have really great stories, really, really, really great stories online. And my story, it just doesn't compare. This is something that I've thought about the entire time that I've had a business and really started to put myself out there online. And it's something that in the beginning, I really struggled with. You know, you hear all of these stories from people who talk about how they were homeless. I'm particularly referring to Eric Thomas and, you know, some other people. They, they were sleeping on people's couches. They were tragically in debt, in crushing debt. They had, you know, divorces, tragic accidents, all of these horrific childhood stories. And I'm, of course, not saying that this is bad in any way. It's it's so inspiring to read about all of these people that have just come from all of these horrific situations and made themselves into a personal brand that is beyond inspirational for the rest of us. But then it begs the question, what if you just don't have anything like that and you still want to be an inspiration? What if you'd had a pretty stock standard, non-tragic, non-debt, non-divorce, non-accident, non-homeless upbringing 
And to this point in life, other than maybe some glandular fever and, you know, falling off a bike, what what else has happened to really show people that you'd come from something really horrific, fought your way out of it and become an inspiration? So in this episode, I'm really speaking to those people who are in the same position that I've been in. Those people that when it comes to telling your story and when it comes to connecting with people, what if your story is just in your perception, not that interesting? You know, what if, what if you just don't have that big hero journey from crushing debt to seven figures? What if you were never in crushing debt? Does that mean it's not going to be that exciting when you get to seven figures? This is who I'm speaking today with this episode. So I, just to give you, let's let's do a little draw my life or speak my life. I had an absolutely excellent upbringing. I, 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 both my parents are together still to this day. We were well off. I went to great schools. I wasn't a great student, but I don't think that's anything to harp on about. I, you know, was politely sent home a lot of the times for not wearing the right uniform. Ooh, scandal. I often wore my hair down uh, when you're supposed to wear it up, Catholic school. But I passed. I I mean, I went to school. I I, I ended up going to a TAFE-based high school and I got a certificate to leave there. My major was fashion design. I know that's a completely random story (laughs) for another day. Um, But yeah, I used to make jumpers at school. And then I went and worked and then I went to my university and then, you know, I kind of did the rest of my story, which you guys are all pretty familiar with. Yes, of course, I struggled with some emotional, uneasy times in my life, which I'll get to in a minute because that's what I've really been able to pull out. But other than that, it's been pretty kind of peachy. You know, there's, of course, everyone, every family has its own dysfunction. Everyone has their own heartbreaks and tragedies and scary incidents in their life. But in the scheme of things, you know, it's, it's nothing that I'd really pull out. It doesn't feel authentic to me to pull out any of those things to really, you know, pitch them as going through tough times. And particularly for someone like me, I, I would, not consider myself to be the most modest person in the world, but when you do compare maybe some of the kind of things that did happen to you, they just seem so insignificant to what everybody else is talking about. So when I started telling my story and when I started telling my story of where I got, I I kind of, I felt a bit like a fraud. I felt a bit like a fraud trying to be someone super inspirational, motivate people when I just felt like I hadn't I didn't have this story that was going to inspire anybody. I didn't think that I had anything other than the empowerment, the the success, the passion, the excitement, the joy that I have for all the things that I do in terms of my own history and my own past. I just didn't have anything that I could talk about that I thought was going to be necessarily super interesting. It wasn't until I actually started my business, the, the coaching side of my business, and you know, I really thought about what got me to where I was, and it was kind of that really emotionally tough time that I did go through a fear and self-doubt, which I couldn't even at the time articulate. I didn't know what imposter syndrome was when I was going through it. So at the time, I didn't even think it was a story to tell because I couldn't even articulate what was happening. But, you know, in hindsight, I figured out that that was a pretty tough time in terms of my mindset. But, you know, 
probably like the the biggest down of that. There wasn't any crushing debt. There wasn't any, you know, relationships lost or tragic accidents that did happen in there. It, it was just it was just fear. And I, I'm not trying to throw that off and say that it's it's not significant enough talk to talk about, but it, at the end of the day, it was just fear. Uh, so, you know, at the time I didn't think it was anything worth talking about, but then when I kind of started my business and I recognized that so many other people were struggling with that, with fear and insecurity and self-doubt and imposter syndrome, maybe it was something to talk about. So what I want to kind of talk to you and give you the confidence in today is your story doesn't have to be, a you know, movie worthy hero journey. It just needs to resonate with a particular group of people. What I realized was that there was actually a lot of other people out there in the world who the worst thing that had happened to them was that they were stopping themselves from putting themselves out there and was that they were having a lot of fear and self-doubt and that they didn't want to start businesses and they didn't want to promote themselves because of this fear and self-doubt. I realized that there were a lot of other people who kind of had just normal upbringings that had that kind of peachy keen life, but you know, it came from whatever beliefs, experiences in life that they just didn't have confidence. You know, it doesn't need to be profound. It doesn't need to be this dramatic Facebook post where you can really, you know, get people to feel the pain that you were in when you were eating ramen noodles on a futon. It doesn't have to be like that for you to be an inspiration to people. All you have to do And please write this down if you are able to. All you have to do is share how it felt. It doesn't matter what happened. All you have to do to make your story effective is to share how it felt. It doesn't matter if what it was was a little bit of fear and self-doubt, not wanting to build a website, or a crippling accident. Obviously, the crippling accident is way worse. I'm not not differentiating the two for what actually happened. But for you to really able to connect with people, all you have to do is share, no matter what the instance is, how it felt. People connect due to emotions. We connect with each other because not of this exact situation, because there is never going to be an exact same situation. I mean, there might be, but it's going to also have its variables for each individual person. So that's not how people align themselves with each other's stories. They align themselves with each other's stories because of how it feels. When I was in crippling doubt, I felt shame. When I was in crippling debt, I felt so much uncertainty. I didn't know how I was going to feed my children or my family. I just felt like a failure. That is going to sound very similar to the people who say, I had so much imposter syndrome. I took the leap and quit my job. I wasn't necessarily in debt. My husband was making money, but I felt so much shame because I just couldn't make my business work. I felt so much shame because I was not being an inspiration to my kids and I was letting all of the people around me down because I just wasn't showing up. It's not the same situation, one crippling debt, one just, you know, it not working out, but the feeling is the same, the shame. It doesn't matter what the situation is or what your story is. At the end of the day, all you need to be able to do is learn how to tell it in a way that connects with others. And the way to do that is, as I've just mentioned, through that emotion. So what I want you to do is stop 
feeling as though you have to, you know, and I am not, I'm not suggesting that anyone does this, but catastrophizing or making things up or, you know, pulling one tiny instance out of your life and then playing it up to be like this massive drama. If in fact it actually at the time wasn't, all you've got to do is figure out if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a creator, if you're a business, if you're a personal brand, surely there has been some journey that you've been on that has got you to where you are today. If you're starting a YouTube channel, why did you start that YouTube channel? Did you start it because you didn't have a lot of friends and you really wanted to connect with people? Is Did you start it because you were afraid of public speaking and socializing and you wanted to build up your confidence in a safe space? Did you start it because you just had this really, really passionate interest in a particular topic, food, you know, DIY, whatever it is? Tell people how that passion evolved, how that interest evolved and how it felt. You know, it doesn't always need to be a negative emotion either. Sometimes people really like to connect on the inspirational and the joyful emotions. Like when I first found DIY, it was honestly like my life just felt complete. I'd found this creative outlet for myself that allowed me to truly be who I wanted to be that I couldn't in every other area of my, you know, corporate job or my family life. I know that's a game ringing in a suffocation emotion, which is kind of a negative one, but you know, at the end of the day, it really just is about sharing the emotions. So when you're thinking about your story, you don't need to catastrophize it. Just think about how you got to where you are. Write that down. Just write the facts down first. This is the best way for you to really be able to come up with that story. Write down the facts, write down what happened to you to get you where you were. And then really, really dig deep into your emotions, into your past. Really, even if you have to close your eyes, sit down there and visualize the entire situation and all of the little nuances that happen within it, visualize that and really try to draw upon the emotions of how you felt in the time. How did it feel? And then share that with other people, because that is truly how you're going to connect. People want to be able to see themselves in your shoes. And there are a lot of people who've, yes, had tragic things happen to them, but there are also a lot of people who haven't. And maybe that is just your audience. The people who still have, yes, suffered from certain emotions, good and bad, but they might not have had that kind of tragic situation. And they're the people that you maybe need to be speaking to. They still are maybe in a situation where they feel stuck. They feel unhappy. They're they're feeling how you were feeling, And all they want to do is how you're feeling now, you know, so not only are you sharing how you were feeling before, but then you also want to share to them how you're feeling now. I was feeling scared and to promote myself, I was having a lot of imposter syndrome. I didn't want to build a website. I really doubted my ability to be able to work with clients, but now, you know, I'm mentoring people and helping them to grow businesses, six-figure brands. I'm helping people to put themselves out there. I'm pushing people off the edge of a cliff and telling them to, hey, just kind of, you know, do it and figure it out as you get off there. And I feel confident in my ability to do so. Yes, this is my story now. And that's how other people want to feel. They're feeling scared to put themselves out there. They want to feel confident to help other people to build businesses and brands. So that's how they're going to feel like they trust you and feel like they want to be a part of that journey and feel like they want to follow you. And that's why they're, of course, going to take action and buy from you. You don't have to catastrophize anything. I just want to remind you of that. But to take away from this episode what you can when it comes to telling your story, if you didn't have anything that is, you know, movie-worthy drama, just figure out what happened and how it made you feel and where you are today. That's all you need to do. Your hero's journey might not necessarily be a hero's journey, but it's your journey. And that's all that matters. And the authenticity is so much more important than the drama. So figure out what happened, how you felt, and then start sharing it with your audience. That's all you need to do. 
when it comes to telling your story. All right, that is it from me. I really hope that it was helpful for anyone out there who was kind of worried that maybe their story wasn't the most exciting thing that has ever happened on the place of this face of this earth. Thank you so much for everyone who was listening. And if you did stay to the end, I really do appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next episode. So that is it, my dear friend, for today's episode. I really, really hope that it was valuable to you. I really hope that you got some information that you can take away to really start growing a profitable and memorable personal brand and just show up for life being unapologetically yourself. I would be super, super grateful if you could take just a couple of moments of your time to leave me a review on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. I really appreciate you listening today. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next episode.